Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Drive. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving on Thursday. It is Friday now. Um, I know a lot of you have the day off, and maybe you're shopping for Black Friday, getting some deals, or maybe you're waiting until Monday, Cyber Monday, but that's what our culture does, right? We shop. <laughs> we buy stuff. We accumulate. But... um but we've been talking about traits of godly friends. And the last one I want to talk about today um, is compassion. A trait of a godly friend is compassion. And I kind of want to couple that with empathy. Compassion and empathy. Compassion is, is really feeling for someone when they're in need, when they're hurting, when they're having difficulty. Uh, empathy is actually taking on that person's emotions. Right? And, I, and I think both are important and kind of go together um, in order to form a godly trait in a true friend. And uh, it's important to have compassion, you know, to, to know that your friend is going through it and then to take action and be there and actually pray for them and lift them up and encourage them. But to but first, in order to do all that, you have to see that they're struggling. And, and I think, I mean, I know as I'm reading the scriptures that Jesus saw the multitudes, right? He saw that they were hungry. And it says uh, more than a few times that Jesus looked up and saw the multitude. And, and I love that. I mean, it's such a small phrase, but he looked up with compassion. He saw people who were struggling, who were going through it, who were demon-possessed, who um, were in deep sin. And it doesn't say he hated them. It doesn't say Jesus set them straight, right? Jesus had compassion upon them. I love that. Because when a friend lacks compassion, they could care less about what you're going through. Because it all comes back to this. Life is not about us. We don't want to be talking to someone who's totally struggling, who's going through it, who needs you to listen, who needs your help, who needs your prayer. And we don't want to go to that person to just talk about us the whole time. Like, oh, you know, I went through something like that. Oh, you know, I did this, I did that, I did... It's almost like you got to take the eye out. And insert the you. Like, what what are you going through? How can I help you? What does God want to do in your life? Because I know you're struggling. You see. Compassion. It's, it's so important. And I remember just, you know, growing up in the faith. Not growing up in the faith, like, physical years. I, I didn't grow up in church or... Uh, Christianity or anything really uh, it wasn't until my 20s that uh, I got I began my search for truth and I sought God but um, but I do remember when I when I first got saved those people friends that had compassion that understood that had empathy what I was going through they saw it and they knew it so well and they were there for me 
to pray to support no matter what. No matter how fresh out of the fire of the world I was, no matter um, how rough around the edges I was when I first came to the faith, when I first started walking with the Lord, there were those people who I, now I definitely call true friends, who were there for me, who prayed for me, who heard me out, who taught me because I didn't know anything. I was a new believer. I didn't know the books of the Bible. I didn't know how incredibly powerful the Bible was yet. I just knew it had answers and I wanted to know more. And God began refining my life and it was those people who had compassion upon me that stuck with me, that had my back. And it really reminds me of Barnabas. You know, his name means son of encouragement. Barnabas. Barnabas was the guy who took Saul in before he was Paul when no one else would. Because here they saw this uh, Christian persecutor, this guy who was against Jesus, who was all about the law. And the believers, the Christians, were like, no, that's, I don't know if he's really converted or not. I do not want to deal with that. I'm not going to deal with him. What if he's trying to trick us? What if he's a spy? You know, all these different things. But Saul, Saul, was radical for the law. He got saved and then he was radical for the Lord. And there was some learning and growing and some grace that had to be had as he was growing. Gotta leave room for grace. But Barnabas was the guy who vouched for him, who was there. I believe he had compassion upon Paul because he was a new believer. But he believed Paul was saved, was transformed, you know. And he had his back. He said, hey, Let's give this guy a chance. <laughs> I love that. Had compassion. He had empathy. Because we've all been there. We've all gone through that one struggle where it's like this again. We're so tired of it. We're exhausted. And we just need a friend who has compassion upon us. Now, they may not understand everything about the trial you're going through. But they have compassion in that they know that you're going through it. And they care. They might not even have empathy. But they're present with you. And honestly, guys, that is huge. That is a true friend. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you have someone who, when you're struggling, they're out of there. And they're hoping to give it a couple weeks until you quit struggling so you can just go back, they can go back and just have surface-level relationship kind of thing. That's not good either, you know? Or that's not good at all. But having compassion, you know? And, and you think, well, this person doesn't deserve my compassion. I'm not having empathy for them. Forget them. But you always have to view... You, excuse me. You always have to view it in context of the Lord. Because... If you think, I don't want to have compassion on them. I don't want to love them. They don't deserve this. Think about God and His view towards you. You know what I mean? Like, God had compassion upon you. Like, you were a sinner. 
right? You were um, a failure. Totally messed up. Just like all of us, (laughs) you know? But God had compassion on us. Even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. I mean, what love? We didn't deserve it. We didn't deserve it at all. Yet God had compassion upon us. He blessed us. He saved us. He worked in our hearts. Even though we did nothing to deserve any of it, you see. Any of it. God's so good. So good. And so, you know, let us remember that we need to have compassion upon others. To look to them and and to be there for them. That's what friendship is about. That's what friendship is. Not just run away when they have problems. And not give unbiblical advice. And not just give opinions. But truly love them. As God truly loves us. Trait of a godly friend is that you have compassion, you have empathy, and you're there for the person. You don't forsake them because of something petty and small and stupid, you know? But instead, you are there. And you're there to stay. That's true, friendship. That is trait of a godly friend. Well, God bless you guys. It's just a, a joy to go through uh, the traits of a godly friend. Just a few of them this week. And and I hope it, it encouraged you and lifted you up and reminded you and, and even called you to action. Maybe, you know, you don't have a, a, at least one or two friends that are real and honest. that don't judge you for everything, but... You need one that would be there for you, that's godly, that will direct you towards the Lord, not towards themselves or to other self-help stuff, but to biblical truth, you know. Um, Pray that God would bring those people into your life to lift you up, to grow you stronger in the faith so that your walk would be on course and that you'd be in the middle of God's mission for you. That's the place to be. God loves you. He has compassion upon you. He knows what you're going through and He cares. May we have that heart towards others. God bless you guys. Have an amazing weekend and we'll talk to you next time.